Full Service Radio is proudly supported and hosted by Simplecast, the easiest way for a podcast creator to publish and distribute audio on the internet. For more information, visit simplecast.com. Recorded live from the lobby of the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. Hello everyone, welcome to BYT Radio. My name is Brandon Weatherby. BYT Radio stands for Bryce Young Things Radio. Bryce Young Things is an arts and culture website based out of Washington, D.C. with a presence in New York and Chicago. And we happen to throw events, most of which are over a thousand people large, which is a very bad thing for us because (laughs) some of our events have been canceled as of right now. Uh, On this week's episode is Jen Tisdale, Festival Director of Death Becomes Us New York, which is still happening. Is that correct, Jen? Yes. Our venue seats 418. Perfect. Uh, this was a calculated move on my part. <laughs> so Death I, Becomes Us, the festival all about true crime in New York City, a place that features quite a few not locals. That's happening. But our festival in Washington, D.C., at least at the Lincoln Theater, the Futurist Festival, those shows have been indefinitely postponed due to the virus. Is that correct, Jen? That is correct, Brandon. Okay, so... Uh, I've been with British Young Things a long time. Jen's been with British Young Things a long time. Six and a half years, seven years, something like that. And I enjoy the job quite a bit. My least favorite part of the job is maybe the most common least favorite part of the job for a lot of people. And that's the office situation. Uh, I have no problems with anyone that we work with. I have so many problems with people that share the co-working space with us. British Young Things, like lots of businesses that have a certain amount of people, works out of a co-working space. We're currently at Industrious. Jen is currently speaking from Industrious, uh, beyond all sanity. Why did you go into Industrious today, a co-working space in the heart of Washington, D.C.? Well, for one thing, um, my particular office is my two co-workers are not in today. So it's almost as if I just have a gigantic office all to myself, so I'm just sort of pretending to be a captain of industry. Um, but I also find it, I'm a little bit, I think we're opposites. I can't work from home. I don't, like, I, I have a very adorable apartment, but I don't have, like, a desk. So I'm literally sitting on my couch, and my dog is very needy, and I'm incredibly codependent. And if she, you know, there's a lot of, like, I look at her, she looks at me. I don't really work. I've been, I started binge-watching Grey's Anatomy, 16 years after the fact, which has made me diagnosed. It's like WebMD, but a television show. So now I feel like I have, I'm pretty sure I have skin cancer. But like, so I can't be, I don't work well from home. Like I have I to do. sit, I need, I need a regimen and I need structure because my brain is very um, uh, wacky and wild. So, Are you worried about what this is going to do? Because I'm guessing that within a week, Within seven days of recording this episode, Industrious will be closed through March. Industrious being the co-working space, WeWorks, et cetera. Yes. I mean, again, the, the, the D.C. health gods have already laid down the, the no events for 1,000 people or more, which is what you stated. That's why we had to cancel one of our events. Because, and that's literally, that's, I mean, I can't stop thinking about the venues that have shows. <laughs> 
at yeah, nine thirty club, I think the capacity is something like eleven hundred. Anthem is six thousand. It's anything that's yeah. relative. Anytime yeah. a band's got a bus, they're probably playing yeah. a venue that's too big. You know what? I wish I wish this had happened when Louis C.K. was recording his album on International Women's Day at Warner Theater, March eighth. Speaking of I which. <laughs> Did, you recommended you recommended the Pete Davidson special to me, and I watched it. And I'm actually going to be talking in a future episode with about uh, with Matt Byrne about that. But a quick aside: you enjoyed that special quite a bit. Is that correct? That's correct. Which is unusual for me. Why is that unusual? Because I find his sort of I find his persona just in the wild to be a little off-putting, but what I do connect with is extreme mental breakdowns and being very like public and like, and both Pete Davidson and I have borderline personality disorder. So it's a very small group. It's me. It's Pete. It's Jeffrey Dahmer. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Moving on to now I have just Dahmer on the brain, which is not necessarily Oh, okay, this uh, connects to Dahmer. Uh, I gave you the graphic novel My Friend Dahmer. We both saw My Friend Dahmer, the movie. I saw it in a movie theater. I used my movie pass. This is so it's like two years ago. It was the only one in the theater. It was great. Are you worried what this is going to do to true crime fandom? Do, do you feel like this might be a bad thing? The coronavirus being the thing might be a bad thing because some now people just want like Great British Bake Off. They just want sweetness and nicety and they don't want to think about bad things or will this boost things up because people think that they're going to die now because of the sniffles i'm, I'm trying not to you know what i mean i'm trying to minimize it but do you th- do you think this is gonna be good or bad for true crime well in terms of events there are not a lot of true crime events so i feel like the, the there there seems to be like a sort of like rabid fan base around true crime that you don't find in a lot of places. And I also think, unfortunately, that if you're going to, if you're going to have the coronavirus anywhere, it's going to be a true crime festival. I mean, it's just kind of, I mean, for God's sakes, my festival is called death becomes us. So I'm not really sure if that's good or bad right now. I personally as someone who works in true crime and still consumes true crime casually. I don't have a limit or a cap. I have a real high tolerance for, for gross things. And I think that I'm processing them in a way that is similar to other true crime fans. I think that we react to it. You know how like certain people can do, sorry to make this particular analogy, certain people's brains react better to uppers and, and certain people's brains react better to downers. And it's just all how they process it. I genuinely believe that real crazy true crime fans get like the happy positive vibe like the reaction from true crime they're not depressed by it okay i see what you're saying yes i do believe that i believe that it affects us in 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 the counterintuitive way to someone who's not a big fan they're like isn't that gross and most of the time we're like no it's awesome and well it's hard to explain but i don't feel sad or bummed out when i have a lot of true crime in my (laughs) system Let's go back to the office situation. Are there fewer people at the co-working space than there were, say, two weeks ago? Well, thankfully, the entire building's made of glass, so I can see into every office. And I don't know why co-working spaces insist upon doing that, but I'm grateful for it now. 
Um, I honestly, I, I can't tell. I don't, I don't really see a difference. I, on my way to work today, it felt a little apocalyptic because the streets seemed emptier. But I also think I'm just, you know, I think I'm just telling myself that. I think I'm telling myself that, that things seem different. Well, no, you take, um, I'm assuming you take the train to work? I do. Were there fewer people on the cars today than there were last week? Nope. People have to work. But that's the thing. <laughs> people have- could work from home. For a lot of people. Not, not everyone. I just think that, like, I do think that there's 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 two kinds of people that I'm seeing on the Internet now. There's the people who are just like, it's not a big deal. Everyone's freaking out. And then there's the people who are like, you're being insane. It's such a big deal. You'll see, uh, you know. But then I was just reading about how China uh, just got it under control. And I have to believe that a country with a billion people in it, if they can do it, we can do it. <laughs> I have something to tell you about how China and the United States of America are different, but I'll do that off mic. Okay. No, I'm aware, but I just, I'm just saying, like, in terms of how a disease spreads and in terms of population, I'm not saying like how you, tra- like, we are definitely handling it as about as well as our president handled the last disaster. But I just think, I just, I don't know. I think that it comes down to being responsible. <laughs> I guess, like, I don't know what to say. I, I, I really don't know what to say. I mean, I feel like a real dickhead, want, not like wanting to keep death becomes a, a thing. Am I being selfish? I don't know. I just found out today that the Met Gala has not been canceled, and that's a week after our festival. So if those rich people can do it. This was just tweeted. People. By the way, we're recording this in advance. We're recording this at roughly 4 p.m. on Wednesday afternoon, the day before it posts live and streams live. So uh, post live, Jesus Christ, when it posts. Uh, the Washington Wizards ownership group has just tweeted out that the D.C. Department of Health's recommendation that non-essential mass gatherings be postponed or canceled will not be followed. Quote, at the current direction of the NBA and NHL, our games will go on as scheduled Woo! and be open See, to spectators. Okay. That's what I, so what is, so, so at this point, okay. When I hear something like that, my question is now who's responsible when you make, when you make that statement, is the onus on you to shut a building down or are you going to trust that your fans are going to be responsible? I guess that's what you're kind of doing. You're kind of saying, Hey, we just have to believe that if you're here, you know, you're okay, which is crazy. I don't know. It's a good point. I don't know either. Um, the uh, the CPAC was literally across the street from our old office, and uh, I'm glad we're not at that office anymore. I guess I don't think it matters. It doesn't matter. I I guess I guess the city is passing the buck in a way that makes a lot of sense. So it's like buyer beware. I guess you're all right. Yeah, they're basically saying we're not going to do anything about it. Uh, now, unfortunately, what they've done is they've put these businesses in a position of now losing money. So instead of making the city safer, they're just bankrupting us. I don't. Yeah. There's no winners in this. I have been checking the uh, capital one uh, arena stub hub page quite a bit because tickets sell out far in advance for things. StubHub, I think is the fairest way to see if something's actually popular and actually 
is um, surpassing demand. There really hasn't been a drop off until the last few days. On Monday, mm-hmm. tickets started at a hundred dollars for Chicago Blackhawks at Washington Capitals tickets. Yesterday they were down to seventy five. Now they're down to sixty three, which is mm-hmm. still not cheap in any way. The Hawks are not good. This game means nothing to the Caps, but it's a uh, original six team on a Saturday night. If this gets below like forty dollars, then I'll actually be convinced that think people you're are going. staying home. You're gonna go. Uh, let me ask you this: I don't. You're a wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. Um, what about live wrestling events? Are you aware of anything going on in that particular? Well, yeah, Monday area? Night Raw was in DC on Monday, and that makes sense. <laughs> tickets were not any cheaper than they were six months ago the last time they were here. So I'm kind of surprised that they've taken zero hit. What's super interesting is WrestleMania is in like three weeks in Tampa in a football stadium. That'll be maybe the biggest thing, the biggest gathering of people sports-wise in America since this has happened. Because so it'll be... That's interesting. As of right now, like the city of Tampa just tweeted this out. As this time WrestleMania is still planned to proceed on schedule, please contact WWE with questions about cancellation. The city is currently monitoring the spread of coronavirus and work with the venues as needed. They're not calling this... The NBA is now... LeBron is saying, like, you know what? We will play in empty arenas. That is likely to happen. They're, the NCAA is trying to figure out if they should make the uh, the Final Four tournament like empty arenas or maybe like just smaller. They don't know yet. It's it's fascinating to see what's happening for gatherings. A thousand people are over. I was texting with our boss yesterday, and uh, she said the only major difference at the co-working space that we work at uh, of this week and last week is uh, finally now the open nuts are not available. The, uh, yeah, the, snacks, the, the snack game has changed. The okay, snack game how has the has snack game changed at Industrious, a co-working space? Well, we used, there used to be uh, snack options that involved you know, large bowls, dips, chips, and while there were tongs made available, I, I can see how that's still a little dicey. Now we have packaged things are contained in packages. So today I had a package of tortilla chips and a small package of hummus. So they're smart. I will, I, I will like to point out that the candy dish that sits at the front desk that I've watched people just throw their hands into and grab M&Ms all willy-nilly, that's gone. Good. I'm glad about that. Now, Industrious does not do the classic WeWork thing or where were we at before Industrious? Make office. Make office. We don't have free beer or coffee from um, a tap. We do have the the coffee carafes. Do they still have those out? Yeah, but I went to get coffee around this time yesterday, and it was empty. But I'm not sure if that's just something they do because they decide after a certain time you're just not going to have coffee. I'm not because they used to do that at at Make Office. That's true. Coffee would be shutting down at like four or something, and then beer would be available for what felt like ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. If we were lucky, um, yeah, I don't know. I think that I, I will say for me, the the thing that I think people really need to be buying. In terms of like, you know, people running out to the store and being crazy. I think the real thing that we need to focus on is hand lotion. I I think that if people are washing their hands as often as they should be, their skin's going to be incredibly dry, which is very painful. And I am like very surprised by everyone freaking out about water bottles when their skin's going to be sloughing off at an alarming rate. That's, that's, but you know, I'm very vain. 
So if I had to make a suggestion as to what you should be buying at the store, America, please get hand lotion. So you are 100% correct. And for a long time, I was a bartender and we used to have the industrial strength cleaner for dishes. And I also worked with a lot of paper products at the time. So my hands were just consistently like bloody dry. And no, I don't like I I still, and for a long time, even at BYT, I would have a giant thing of lotion on my desk. Mm -hmm. And I stopped doing that a few years ago because it looks real bad. Well, <laughs> well, sure, sure. So, uh, I don't know. I, I guess I don't. I don't know what's uh, again. I've 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 also been dealing with the. Um, I've also been dealing with the venue in New York. You know, talking to them very closely, and they are very. Um, they don't think there's a problem. Again, these Coachella should have been postponed, and South by Southwest should have been canceled, and all of these large outdoor venues where people are mostly not sober and probably not washing their hands and probably not covering their mouths. And it's just disgusting. Yes. But I think at least for death becomes a specifically in New York, it's a, it's a venue, a, a working venue with, you know, health codes and guidelines that they have to adhere to regardless, but it's also 400 people, which is, you know, considerably smaller than 400,000 descending upon Austin, Texas for South by Southwest. I don't know. I think that I guess I'm basing this on absolutely nothing, but I think that by the time Death Becomes Us New York rolls around, this will be uh, this will be done and everything will go off smoothly. And if anything, people will really want to get out of the house more. So maybe in a weird way, this is very good for the festival if it's just a few weeks of, uh, I guess, boring caution. Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, I guess, I mean, again, there's weird things happening. Like New Rochelle has been shut down, for example. And, oh, yeah, that's right. And Seattle, yeah, Seattle, Washington, is, and maybe the entire state of Washington is, is, is considering limiting the gatherings to 250. They don't even get 1,000 well, over there. I'm going to end it on this note. I got to end it on this, and I got a very important uh, thing to do. Uh, as long as the gathering the annual Insane Clown Posse uh, get-together isn't canceled, I can care less what happens everywhere else in the world. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, do you think that's what they meant when they said gatherings? <laughs> yeah, this is all about because the FBI considers Insane Clown Posse a, cr uh, a gang, and that's just not right. And if you want to know more about that, go to BritishJunkThings.com. Joe McAdam and I uh, covered the, the gathering march, uh, March of the Juggalos, uh, it was a great day. Uh, we a lot of positive speak about family and Fago and uh, saying lewd words to people that you you really respect. Uh, real real smelly 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 event, and I had a great time. Jen, thank you for doing yeah. this. Of course.